Snuff. Bows of the Clown on the set of a porn shoot, but he stays in character. Well, here we have Snuff. Uh, general fiction, satire, written by Chuck Palahniuk. Came out in 2008. Um, it is fun. It is adult. It is crude, it is awkward, and it is somewhat suspenseful. To give you a summary, basically, a porn actress is attempting to set a world record, not to revive her career, but to end it. Will there be spoilers? Yes, there will be, later on, and I'll let you know when those are. Um... There's a little bit of mystery, mystery, mystery. I was gonna say mysteriousness. Um, perspectives and plot lines kind of blur a little bit. Uh, you've got four different characters that are kind of moving the story along, and it's in their perspective, uh, the writing is fantastic. It's really hard to summarize. I'm going to to read what they have here. Um, I already mentioned to you it's adult and it's crude, and we'll get into that more. However, it is a satire. 600 dudes, one porn queen, a world record for the ages, a must-have movie for every discerning collector of things erotic. Didn't one of us on purpose set out to make a snuff movie? And that is just from the pages of the movie. Now, I'll read you what they kind of have in the uh, leaf here. From the master of literary mayhem and, and, and provocation, a full frontal triple X novel that goes where no American work of fiction has gone before. It's a little bit much, in my opinion, but anyway. Uh, Cassie Wright, porn priestess, intends to cap her legendary career by breaking the world record for serial fornication on camera with 600 men. Snuff unfolds from the perspectives of Mr. 72, Mr. 137, and Mr. 600, who await their turn on camera in a very crowded green room. We don't edit sneezes out here. <laughs> this wild, lethally funny, and thoroughly researched novel brings the huge yet under-acknowledged presence of pornography in contemporary life into the realm of literary fiction at last. Who else but Chuck Palahniuk would dare do such a thing who else could do it so well, so unflinchingly, and with such an incendiary, you might say, climax? Um, so, yeah. I feel like the insert there was kind of satirical as well. It was definitely over the top and a little extreme. Um... I mentioned that, man, where do I go? How do I tell you more about this book? That's why I read that, because I'm like, how do I tell you about it? In my own words. Uh, when we get to spoilers and stuff, I can talk about it then. But um, telling you what it's about, I mean, that's what it's about, I guess. It, it, it is, uh, I mentioned that it's fun. I mentioned that it's Bose of the Clown on the set of a porn shoot, um, but he stays in character. Because that's what it feels like. It is really entertaining. Uh... Everything is kind of turned up to 11 and, and, and kind of silly and overdramatic. 
again, it is satirical. It is definitely, um, it is definitely pointing fingers at the porn industry, but in a humorous way. Maybe not pointing fingers. It is, um, how do I word it? It is poking fun at, I guess, is a better way to put it. It is adult content. Um, however, there isn't really, like, descriptions of, like, sexual acts and whatever. Like, that's not what it is. Um, it, 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 <laughs> there's a lot of playfulness within language here and poking fun at the events that are supposed to be happening. Uh, I mentioned that it's crude because it is. And it is pretty awkward at times as well. I mentioned it's somewhat suspenseful because it eventually gets there. I feel like the first, I don't know what, 65, 75% of the thing is very just like, oh, this is just a fun ride that I'm on. And it's not really um, giving me anything of depth to hold on to. It's like there's things that might happen or might not happen, but I have no idea what's going on really. So I don't even know how to like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how to hold on to it. Um, to even anticipate what's coming. There's some things like, hey, we need to figure out if that's true or if that's not true. But it's treated so casually. And again, you've got these different perspectives. And here it mentions only three. But there is a fourth that comes in from another character. Um, and and her perspective uh, is, is incredibly important and useful. Um, the uh, I don't know what to call that style of writing I should have figured that out beforehand but that type of shift from character to character and their first person perspective uh, the way that it's used so bluntly like each chapter is just like that one person's thing and then sometimes that other person is kind of relaying the scene from their perspective but it's the exact same moment um, and he does that, Chuck does that really well here so it does uh, revolve around this event that is supposed to be happening with Cassie, this porn star, this porn actress, this porn priestess, as they put it. Um, but it eventually gets into the reasons why. Why is she doing this exactly? It's not just um, it's not just for money and fame or whatever else. That's not what this is about. This is about something else. And uh, I will get into a spoiler here. It's going to be really short. I will get into that, but not yet. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, Chuck is just a great writer. I think he's just a great writer. Uh, and I think one of his talents, and I've only read two of his books. The other one was Fight Club, but I had seen Fight Club, the movie, so many times beforehand that uh, it was hard to really get into what is Chuck's writing style like and how good of a writer is he. But, I mean, he is able to be subversive about his serious topics at times. His injection of humor is so casual and easily um, injected that it is, it doesn't feel like um, a reprieve from something. It feels like it's just there all the time and so natural, so authentic. Um, I will tell you emotionally where I was at. Uh, I don't know what else to give you for summarizing the book. Um, it. It um, made me feel a little confused at first, 
because I was like, hey, what's happening? Because for a while, I was just like, hey, there's nothing happening. What's happening? Let's get to the thing. What's going on here? But then I just kind of settled into it. And there was a little, like, nugget of, like, a possible mystery element that I was like, I guess we do need to figure that out. But we're not, like, really moving along to trying to figure that out. And the suspense isn't building in a way that I'm traditionally used to. So I was a little confused at first. But then I got into it. And I was entertained and just went along for the ride and let myself go with it. Um, It did get deeper over time. And that was the thing that was really interesting. Was that I think that if you... Or maybe more like me who wants more of more out of a book than just entertainment. I think you might be happy as to where this thing goes. But if you're just in entertainment and that's it, I think that this will be more jarring for you. No, it won't. I don't think it will. Because I think you're, you're going to find what you're looking for and you might just gloss over what actually happens here. And how deep you could start taking things. Because you could really pull this apart and analyze it a lot. And I didn't do that. I, I did like like naturally there were some things coming and going and I was analyzing stuff. But um, yeah. I, I didn't like really, really pick it apart and just like, hey, I gotta really um, like get down to this and see what it's all about. and what. No, I, I kind of along the way was like, oh wow, like okay. But I didn't try to get crazy academic with it and try to insert a bunch of meaning where there maybe is none, right? So for me, that's kind of where I was at. I was just, at first I was a little confused, then I was along for the ride, and then I was really enjoying the ride. And then when it did get deep, I was pleasantly surprised and excited about that. And I'm glad that we kind of had that glimmer there. Um, Target audience, I mean, adult satire, I guess. Uh, It is very adult. It is... um, it is fun, though. If Again, if you've got the right sense of humor, it... Uh, I haven't read many satirical works, but it, it definitely... You know that it's tongue-in-cheek. You know that it is not super serious. You know that... Um, that it's not meant to be taken seriously, and the characters themselves are just a lot of the time, caricatures. But it's done in a way that it's it's not poor writing or like, I don't know how to write characters. It's, it's um, sometimes the, char- the, the characters never seemed wooden to me or that they lacked any depth or they were just one dimensional in a bad way. I think that that was part of the satire. That was part of it. It was just like, this person only has like one mode and that's it. But that's who they are, and that's what we need to believe they are. But on the far contrast to that, you've got a couple characters that might surprise you with the amount of depth that they have. And I think it does a really good job of humanizing people in this business without... I, I don't want to say that it didn't intend to do that, but it doesn't seem like that's the goal. And to make it be that, I think it would be kind of cheap and incorrect of me to say... Oh, that was the purpose. That was the whole point is that he really wanted to to show that there are people too, you know? It's like, no, I don't think that was it. I think that he does an excellent job of creating these characters that sometimes are really one-dimensional and flat, but on purpose and not in a way that I never felt like, oh man, this guy is an idiot. Like, this is a horrible character. He sucks and it's bad writing. I never thought that. Um, And then when we were introduced to these other instances of like, oh, maybe this person's got more going on than I thought, 
That's really interesting. I didn't dwell a lot on that either. I didn't want to make it something it wasn't. So, importance, I don't know if I would call it important because I don't think it was on a mission to create this, uh, oh, you know what? Porn stars have feelings too. They're people. Like, that's not, I don't think, what its mission was. And um, I think that it is unique. I think that it was risky. I think that it paid off. I think that it was cool. Where is it on my shelf? I would say it's like mid-high. I kind of have like, you're either top shelf to off the shelf. Off the shelf is like, I don't, I gave that book away. I sold it. I threw it out. I can't even keep that, like, like the physicalness of the book is gone. Like literally, or if it's a DVD or whatever, it's off the shelf. Like I can't even keep it. It's horrendous. It serves no function, no purpose at all. Low, mid, high, and top. So there's like five categories. And then in between them, it's like, well, this is like mid high to me. It's not high on my shelf. I don't think it was like the most amazing. It wasn't great. It was pretty good. Um, there's certain types of people that I would suggest that they would read it and that they would have a good time reading it, but it's not super reflective. And I think that's a huge criteria for me when rating things, um, or it's incredibly so entertaining or whatever it's set out to do that it does that really, really, really well. Uh, I think this does what it's set out to do well, for sure. Um, however, I'm not Chuck. I don't know what he was setting out to do with this. That's why it's like mid high. I think that um, I don't. I wouldn't call it a, an important piece of literature or fiction, but it is good, and it is entertaining, and it is a unique read that I don't think you're going to read anywhere else. Uh, I'm sure people try to emulate things like it, or that there are things beforehand that maybe touched on the subject in a similar way. But I do believe that I could say that this, this is Chuck. This is his writing. It's his voice. It is original, and um, it's got his style all over it, from what I know of him and what I've read. And, uh, yeah, it's mid-high on my shelf. I'm going to get into spoilers for just a quick hot second here. So, prepare yourself for the spoiler, which doesn't come in until page 184 of my edition is 197 pages. So this is our female character that I mentioned here. It's told in three different perspectives. And then this one being the fourth. Because they don't mention Sheila here. They just mentioned Mr. 72, Mr. 137, Mr. 600. What do you do when your entire identity is destroyed in an instant? How do you cope when your whole life story turns out to be wrong? That is such a human thing. Such a relatable thing. This whole book is just absurd with things that the majority of people will never experience, nor want to. But there are a couple different themes in here that definitely, um, and again, what, this is external processing at work. I feel like sometimes the best stuff that I could have given before the spoilers happen after the spoilers, because as I'm talking about it, these things come out, but they don't come out until I get into spoilers. Th those two sentences give this thing so much depth because it just like, if, if you didn't see the little inklings before of um, thought-provoking stuff or things that could be reflective or the humanness or the depth of characters 
or really the situations that could provide for like, oh yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of messed up. Like, I wonder, let me think about that. I wonder where that could go. If you weren't there already, it forces you to be there now. And it's just so bare, whereas everything else is kind of hidden. Um, but there's, there's so many other instances, instances <laughs> that provide an opportunity to reflect on characters and really think about why is this thing happening? That's kind of messed up or whatever. And they're not huge epiphanies and crazy reflective moments, but, but so much of it is so absurd. We don't see them as human moments. And especially because a lot of the characters seem so one dimensional and that they lack, um, any, uh, any depth or, or variance or nuance that when that, that when this this makes us reflect on almost everything else, I think to be like, whoa, things got serious, and that is such. It just it asks you that question, and then it's like, yeah, what do you do? What if my whole life was, you know what I mean? Like it it is really it just really packs that punch and forces you to sit with that. And then it kind of brings it home in the similar style that it was before, which is very humorous and satirical and light and just absurd. I should have used absurd as an adjective earlier. But um, that is snuff. Snuff.